We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. Cody Felger here, as always, joining me, very special guest from 107.5 The Fan, my friend, Mr. Kevin Bowen. Kevin, how's it going, man? How's how's it been week number two for you for Colts practice and training camp? Yeah, what's up, Cody? It's been, uh, it's been good. Yeah, today was a hot one. We're recording this on Saturday, and it was definitely one of the hotter days so far of camp, but really the weather's been terrific. I- Love that they haven't had to go inside. You know, when they go inside, the fans can't watch. So, actually, they've been outside for all nine practices. It was great. And the weekend practices always get a little bit of a bigger crowd. So, uh, fun to be back up at Grand Park. Yeah, absolutely. And, Kevin, I'm sure there was a lot of things that you took here from day number nine of practice. Let's start with the Colts offense and Jacob Eason, right? Jacob Eason's had some on and off days in, in terms of 11 on 11s. What have you noticed from him? overall, and especially today here, day number nine here on a practice on a Saturday. Yeah, I thought he ended on a really high note. He um, was seven of eight in the final 11-on-11 session. That was a two-minute drill, and it honestly was probably one of his finer sessions of camp. Um, delivered a couple balls to Pittman. Farrard Green got a lot of run. They pulled him down four tight ends today. So um, some other guys got, got, got into that rotation there with the starters but um yeah I thought it was a pretty good day for him I mean you know you, you still definitely want to see I think a little bit more vertically kind of show off that that, that arm um he did connect on a, a beautiful ball kind of in the corner of the end zone that took some touch Jordan Thomas um I think called that in one time uh and as far as I said after practice you know the big thing with Jacob is again outside the numbers you aren't worried about him this is a great throw over the football it's when you get in, in between the numbers you get into more of that traffic or that clutter, how do you sift through it? How do you make progressions? And uh, and how do you find, you know, guys to certainly keep the chains moving? Um, so mm. I think that's, you know, where they see some growth, but they need to continue to see growth. 
Yeah, um, that's definitely something that I think I've tried to be, you know, telling our listeners and other people like that is like with Jacob Easton, you don't expect perfection. Far from it, because essentially, Kevin, he's a rookie, right? I mean, he's seen, what, 30 snaps before training camp. So very much limited and also even in college a little bit, you know, not not really a whole lot of run there, as opposed to even uh, Sam Ellinger, who got a lot of starting experience at Texas. Um, but have you seen some positive? What are I guess what are the positives that you've seen from Jacob Eason? from, say, day one when he was the starter all the way now to day number nine. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I would just say today... Um, I, I thought his command in the in, in the two minute was was pretty good. I mean, it wasn't perfect by any means, uh, but but I thought I saw some some strides there. Um, you know, if you're grading them kind of on a you know one to a hundred scale, hundred being his progressions are incredible, one they're being horrific. You know, I, I think he's made strides. You know, maybe early on it was you know whatever in the twenties, thirties, and now it's closer to you know you know forties or fifties, something like that. So. I'd say another thing that he's done really well is he's protected the football really well. Um, and I don't think, yes, it, it's been a good amount of checkdowns, but you know, I can't tell you the last interception that he threw. So I think that is something that you need to note as well. Um, as you said, Cody, this is not going to be perfect by any means. It's really his first real, real work in the NFL. Um, but I feel like there have been some, some tries. And, you know, I asked Mike right after practice because I felt like it was, you know, a question that needed to be asked, you know, is Sam Ellinger creeping up on any starting reps? And you know, Frank certainly used the phrase right now many times in that answer, but he pretty much said no, that, you know, Jacob's in the driver's seat. They're going to give him these starting reps. And in my mind, I, I think that'll continue through at least that Carolina preseason game. And if Jacob looks good, you obviously continue to roll with them. Um, if he doesn't, that's when maybe you start to give Sam a little bit of a look just to see if, all right, is that second team stuff easy or, you know, is this something that you continue with the first team? Yeah, I guess the question always has been, and I've asked this a lot, is like, how much do you grade Jacob Eason? Obviously, he's going to be your starter, so you have to grade him a little bit higher, um, or you presume he's going to be your starter um, if, if Carson Wentz obviously can't make it the first couple weeks. But like, how much do you have to factor in, you know, Jacob Eason really having little to no reps before this and also playing against a really good defense without pretty much his entire left side of his offensive line? Oh, huge. You know, context matters in all this. You know, I feel like when, when you know, I tweet out stats in practice and my colleagues tweet out, you know, stats, they're just like, you know, oh, my gosh, you guys are trying to build up Ellinger and this and that. And it's like, no, you're just 
simply reporting what you're seeing. And obviously there is tons of context that come with that. And like you said, the lack of personnel. I mean, today, I would say Easton was down like probably four or five starters. T.Y. Hilton and Jack Doyle were both out for the rest days as well. Um, so again, the fact that you have uh, you know, personnel issues, um, you know, lack of a spring work, you know, Ellinger it, it has a much higher floor. So um, I think when you factor in all that stuff, it, it, I, I should have acknowledged this more coming into camp, but I don't think it's as shocking as how we've seen these two quarterbacks unfold um, mm-hmm. so far. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, you you mentioned a little bit of the injury, so I guess we can touch on those a little bit. You mentioned Jack Doyle, obviously going to be out, was out today, arrest day. Um, you mentioned T.Y. Hilton as well. A couple guys of note that I just wanted to touch on real fast. Obviously, Julian Blackman had that injury yesterday. He was out today, which is funny because he tweeted out, LOL, I'll be out there tomorrow, and he wasn't out there tomorrow. So seems like it's pretty precautionary from all, the, all measures. Um and, you know, there was just a couple other guys as well. I know DeForest Buckner was dealing with a foot that kind of flared up a little bit. Are you concerned at all with any of these injuries that the Colts had today? Yeah, I mean, you know, Buckner obviously just because he's so important. Uh, but Frank, you know, pretty much cautioned that, um, you know, this is something something that they don't think is, is an issue. I think he kind of flared up on during the individual period and then he sat out the uh, team portion uh, but obviously, when you hear a foot, it's something to pay attention to, especially when it's a player of the magnitude of Buckner. So, um, you know, Kylan Granson was also out, a cautionary knee thing. You know, we still haven't seen Darius Leonard ask Frank about him after practice and just basically saying that they just, you know, wanting to you know go kind of that nth degree to make sure Darius is good before they bring him back. He's not wearing anything on that ankle. He's done some, um, you know, jogging in front of us, things like that. So, yeah, I'm not too worried on the injury front, uh, you know, outside of obviously Carson and, and Quentin Nelson and their absence. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. Uh, were there any other guys, Kevin, that really stuck out today to you, whether offense or defense, that really maybe even this whole camp have really stuck out to you? Yeah, I thought it was a good day for TJ Terry. Um, he actually lined up at safety when Julian Blackman was out um, next to Kari Willis. So I thought it was a pretty good day for, for, for Terry. It's kind of versatile, trustworthy guy that oftentimes we probably forget about. Um, you know, Sam Tevy continues to take the left tackle starting reps. So I'm not saying that, you know, because he looked good or bad or indifferent. It's just surprising me. They continue to roll with him there. And there hasn't been more of an open competition at that left tackle spot. Um, you know, I, I, I thought, um, thought Pittman had a pretty good day. Paris Campbell probably had his most the, the, the most 11 on 11 work of camp in terms of targets. He held on to a ball and, and took a pretty big hit, I thought, from um, who was it? Was it Odom that stuck him? I think it was somebody else. It actually, might have been Terry and uh, held on to it for, for a touchdown. A couple other big hits from Odom, Zaire Franklin as well. So, um, 
yeah, it was uh, kind of a mixed bag. There was some good plays, certainly, from the defense today. I really love the one-on-one period. Michael Pittman and Xavier Rhodes had a couple of really, really competitive reps. Mike Strong beat Kenny Moore for a catch there. So, yeah. I'm curious because we haven't talked about this enough. I don't feel like. How was that competition heating up at that Sam linebacker position? Yeah, you know, with, with Leonard's injury, it's kind of been it's, it's been tough to really gauge it. You know, EJ Speed is getting all the reps at Leonard's spot at that will linebacker. And I really think it just comes down to flavor of the month. You know, if you want a run kind of thumper, a guy that's going to be physical, Dyer Franklin is your guy. And I think mm-hmm. – you know, when you're playing a team like Tennessee or somebody like that, you know, Franklin is is, is going to be that, that that guy. If you're looking for a guy that, you know, is more lateral, more coverage guy, I think that's where UJ Speed comes into play. So I, I, that's how I kind of see those uh, that, that spot playing out. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Well, Kevin, obviously the Colts have practice tomorrow, then they have Monday off, and then Carolina comes to town next week. What are you looking for tomorrow in practice and then this, in these coming weeks for the Colts and some of these guys in training camp? Well, I think once you get into the Carolina week, you know, Jacob Eason's um, evaluation just becomes a little stricter. And, and you want to see how he does against, you know, a team with a different color jersey and, and things like that. Obviously, a week from tomorrow in that first preseason game as well. Um, you know, some of the competition battles that are playing out, that third corner, like I, we talked about, you know, a left tackle in place of Eric Fisher, those things. You want to see some of the injured guys and they get back to work as well. And I'm just excited that, you know, once you get to day 10, day 11, you know, Monday and Tuesday, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday's practice, we're probably going to have a bit of a kind of a slogging, I, I don't even know if that's a word, uh, but just kind of a slow feel to it. And then Carolina will come in on Thursday, and that should really ramp up in terms of the tempo and, and competition. So um, I'm just really, really looking forward to that. Mm. It's going to be a fun week, man. I cannot believe that preseason's back. I mean, I, I realized the other day that there was a Thursday night football game. I mean, come on, man. It's crazy. Can't believe it's back. It's 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 about time, man. I know. I love it. I love it. I had all my buddies text me about the uh, you know, Steelers-Cowboys game the other night and everything. So, uh, yeah, I mean, week from Sunday. And, you know, for those that are in the national market, I'm pretty sure that game's on NFL Network as well so uh you know Colts fans can can catch that all across the country yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun well thank you kevin really appreciate it man and hopefully i'll see you out there on camp i'm planning on going wednesday so i'd love to catch you again see you there and uh yeah have a safe travels man i know you're headed uh to see some family so have safe travels there and back and uh we'll see you soon i appreciate that cody see ya This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.